Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Chuck Mead. Hey, I'm Jeremy Autry. And at the time of this airing, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Did you realize this, Jeremy? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. It took me a minute to um, to absorb the sentence you just said. Yes, yes. At the time of this airing, tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. So, what are your favorite things to do on Thanksgiving? Um, let's see. Uh, my current Thanksgiving day is pretty, um, like I do the same thing mm-hmm. every year. You know, mm-hmm. I sleep in longer than I should. Nice. Cheryl's already up working on mashed potatoes. I stumble in the living room and turn on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Love it. <clears throat> um, we're sponsored by Macy's today, I think. Never. No. Yeah. I think we can get sued just for saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my kids don't care anything about watching that. I'm like, oh, look, there's a big float. And they never cared. Mm. Um, but it's on and uh, until football. Yeah. And then football's on the rest of the day. So you do watch the Detroit Lions on Every Thanksgiving? Year. Wow. Every year. Every um, year. Well, we don't have cable. We don't have the NFL mm-hmm. Network. So I feel like it's always changing what channel it's on. So yeah. I'm not, if, I, if we have the game, you know, if we can mm-hmm. watch the game, then we watch it. And um, uh, James and Jenny, uh, James is one of the other pastors here. Mm-hmm. And their family come over for Thanksgiving lunch. Yep. And... Um, then after we eat, my wife's amazing uh, mashed potatoes, and she cooks a turkey breast, even though I'm the only one who likes it, and a few other amazing What other meat? Dishes. If people don't eat the turkey, what else do they eat? Um, James and Jenny usually bring some ham. And mm. everybody eats the okay. turkey, yeah. but nobody asks for the turkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, can we please have turkey? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then afterwards, we have a Neil versus Autry. Well, no an Autry Neal flag football game okay. or two hand tag football game. Um, and we've been doing that since, you know, Dylan was old enough to run. Wow. Wow. So, and uh, for those of you who don't know who Dylan is, he's my son. He's 21 now. So yeah. we've been doing that for, long I don't time. know, 17 years or something. Wow. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. So that's great. Pretty cool. A lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot different now. We used to play where, I would have the football and run backwards, and none of the kids could catch me. And now mm-hmm. it's the other way around. They could run backwards, and I could never catch them. That's amazing. Um, I don't know if I play. F- I don't know if I've ever played football on Thanksgiving. I need to do that. Maybe I can to. do that with Katie's brother sometime, or um, Katie. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, so typically for us for Thanksgiving this year's a little unique, but we get together with. Um, Katie's side of the family and man, they go all out every side dish you could possibly imagine ham, turkey. I mean, Tanya has every minute scheduled 24 hours in advance. No joke. We have the schedule. This is going to go in the oven at this time at this, at this time I make my mother's homemade bread. Pam's homemade bread is incredible, uh, Jeremy. It really is. Can't wait. Um, and oh, never mind. I'm not invited. Sorry, not to this one. Um, and so we all get all the fixins, everything ready, and uh, we eat. But this is one thing, Jeremy, that we I I think I finally convinced them to do this last year for the first time. So 
big part, obviously, it's Thanksgiving. And by the way, this episode has a point. We're not just Are we sure? It's on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and um, they would all, as probably many families do, they gather around, and before they eat, they ate, before we went through and ate, we would share something we were thankful for. And it w- usually wasn't like a five word something I'm thankful for. It was Chuck's father in law is also a pastor. Yes. So yes. he's got a little sermonette and yes, his wife course. probably does too. And of course, everything. And it's great, but I, I'm I this is not gonna sound very spiritual, but I finally I convinced them to wait and to do that until actually we've started eating. So that way the food wasn't cold. Just for the first person who's talking, their food will be cold. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. We go around, we share something we're thankful for, or way God has blessed us. So as we're approaching this season, um, we want to take this episode to share how we can model thankfulness for our kids, for our families this time of the year. So, um, Jeremy, do you have a scripture that comes to mind when it comes to gratefulness? Or th- think, well, by me... the way, what's the difference between gratefulness and thankfulness? Oh, that's genius. I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm sorry if you have this sign up in your kitchen. Thankful, grateful, blessed. Uh, the best I can figure, thankfulness, gratefulness, thankful, grateful. They're synonyms. When I looked them up, one uses the other word in the definition. You know, so... I think it's the same thing. Okay. I don't know. I read a weird blogger who said something different. I mm-hmm. hope she's not listening to that's this okay. podcast. So um, they're interchangeable. I think so. Okay. Um, personally, that's my take on it. Okay. Which I'm, you know, obviously a, an expert in the field. Mm-hmm. So what do you think then? <laughs> uh, oh, and obviously I also have like this Rolodex of verses. When Chuck asked me if I have a verse on the subject, it just pops into my mind. It's not on the notes. Etched in his brain. Yeah. So, but... Uh, you know, First Thessalonians 5.18 uh, teaches us that we are supposed to be thankful in every situation. and uh, everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so we are to be thankful in every, every circumstance. Look to praise, look to thank God, even when it's not something that comes natural to us, even when things aren't going as grand in our lives as normal. We are to give thanks in everything. Yeah, and I mean, just that concept that thankfulness should be this constant condition mm-hmm. of your mind and your your heart and your your constant attitude should be one of thankfulness. Yeah. You know, and that that no circumstance gets to override that and it should be I mean every is a strong word. Mm-hmm. If we're supposed to be thankful in every circumstance, that means in every moment, you know, like like this is a nonstop, I'm always thankful. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> we it's important to note that Thanksgiving is not, giving thanks is not just a thought. Like, I believe there's a lot of weight in expressing your gratitude for something by giving things, by telling someone we are thankful for them. Yeah. And sometimes we are grateful for people in our lives, for gifts. We're grateful for what God has given to us. But when we give thanks, that's actually verbalizing our gratitude. Yeah, so wrap your head around that. You Mm -hmm. can't give thanks unless you are feeling thankfulness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not it's it's uh hypocrisy hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. It's um it's a lie if you say thank you for this and you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So to give thanks, it's not only hey I'm feeling this, but also I'm expressing it 
you know, and uh, I think that's an important concept that yeah. this isn't just a feeling that we have. It's something that we express, but I think it's also important that the expression's not meant to just be hollow, empty words that yeah. don't have any real feeling behind them. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times it, it, we are not thankful and it's hard for us to at times think, man, I, I've not told someone I'm thankful for them or I, I just don't feel uh, gratitude. I, I just, this is not something that I'm noticing in my life. And I think what we find in this um, is a byproduct of being filled with the spirit. Ephesians 5, 18 through 20 says, do not be drunk with wine where it is excess, but be filled with the spirit speaking to one. And it says, starts listing things that happens when we're filled with the spirit. So speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, and then giving thanks always for all things to God, the father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, it's, it's the action too. It's not just the feeling of thankfulness it's Mm. giving thanks always for all things yeah you know it's still this constant always everything all things um and so if i'm not spirit filled it's going to be hard for me to be thankful in and for all things there's going to be obvious easy things i enjoy this i like this i recognize that this was caused by something or someone outside of me so I can feel mm-hmm. thankful. But there's going to be other situations where if I'm not spirit-filled, it's not going to be as obvious and automatic for me to be thankful for the situation I find myself in. Yep. So we, as parents, need to be spirit-filled, thankful, and then look to teach our kids how to have that thankfulness. So for me right now, um, my son is uh, three years old, almost four, and we're we're teaching him things. And one of the things I'm trying to get him to do is whenever whenever Katie gives him a plate for his lunch, his breakfast, his dinner, I I will say say thank. And why it's in this parrot stage, I love it. I will just tell him to say anything, and I'll say if he can like understand what I'm saying, or if he feels like he can repeat it, he will. And so, um, with great power comes great responsibility in that. But one of the things that I'm trying to teach him to do is say thank you to mommy for this, whether he understands it or not. So, teaching our kids thankfulness starts there, but then it looks different as our kids get older. And see, but here I think is a problem or a trap that we can fall into Mm -hmm. that we think, if I teach you to model this behavior, Mm -hmm. that's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Um, we, that, that was us, um, birthday, you say, thank you for every gift you get. You stop, you look that person in the eye before you open another gift, you say, thank you to them. Mm-hmm. And our kids bought it. Okay. I get it. This is the pattern, but we weren't discussing, okay, why are you thankful? Mm-hmm. What, if you don't like this, I mean, we told them, even if you don't like it, even if it's something you already got, you don't go into all that. You look right. at them and you say, thank you. And without addressing their heart, mm-hmm. you know, without saying, um, why would you be thankful for something you don't want? Well, let's stop and consider the, what went into this, that the person took time to pick out this gift for you and spent money on this gift. And they thought of you when they were doing it. So even if this is a horrible gift from your perspective, not something you would want, it's still a sacrifice this person made. Mm-hmm. And when you wrap your head around that and your heart around that, then you can be thankful for that 
even if, you know, those socks don't fit. But I think as parents, we don't get into that. We just want the behavior of say thank you. You know yeah. what I mean? Say yeah. thank you when mom hands you a plate, which is fine when you're three. Mm-hmm. But when you're nine, there needs to be some thought behind that thank you. Right. You know? And when anything, I think that can just be an ongoing conversation. Whenever, whenever we experience, whether it be whatever we receive from God, to point out what we can be thankful to God for. So as parents, we can be regularly stopping. This does not have to be something we just do at Thanksgiving. It doesn't have to even just be something we do around a meal, although that's a good part a good way to start, but ways when anything happens, when we're given gifts, when we're shown generosity to model to our kids, hey, this is something we should thank God for or someone we should thank God for. And we can't make someone feel that, right, Jeremy? Like we encourage that, we want them to, but ultimately God's going to be the one who does that work in their heart. So that, and we've talked about this a lot, but it comes down to we want this to be something that becomes real yeah. to our so, kids. But that's the, this is the, the hard part, the crux maybe of parenting. Like you're parenting towards that. I want you, uh, as I'm talking to my kids, I want you to consider your actions. I want you to consider your thoughts behind those actions and your feelings behind those thoughts. And this isn't just something that's running wild that you don't have any control of. You can, you can cause yourself to think about why you can be thankful in this moment, you know? And then that thought process will lead you to, okay, I I get this. This is why I should be thankful to God in this moment for what's going on and why I should be thankful to other people. And now my actions match up with the feelings that match up with what I chose to focus on and concentrate on. Yeah, But that's heavy, deep, long, drawn-out conversations with your kids that's more complicated than, hey, your mom just gave you a plate. You need to say thank you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. So we can teach them to think through and consider something that maybe they've received that they can be thankful for. Thanksgiving is a great opportunity um, to, to be, begin thinking about what it is they could be um, thankful for. Jeremy, do you have any thoughts in teaching your kids how to express thankfulness? You mentioned like looking someone in the eye or there are other things that you thought of from that. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I think we spent a lot of time trying to make sure um, that our kids understood how many different, you know, situations and things and people they should be thankful for and to, you know, like um, the waitress who brought you the refill is a real human who really put effort into coming over there and filling up your drink. And not every waitress does that. So mm-hmm. that's something, not picking on waitresses, but, you know, that's something that um, that deserves an a action of showing that I'm thankful. You right. know what I mean? An expression of that thankfulness. So I don't know how much, um, and our kids are articulate, you know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they're good at expressing what they think. So, but... I think, uh, and, and Cheryl probably played a bigger role in this than I did, but it was important to us for our kids to realize, you know, all the blessings in their lives aren't because of them, you know, and it, it, mm-hmm. there was another source and they need to um, consider that. So if it's another person or 
or God or God through another person that you know you need to be looking past the end of your own nose and being thankful to something outside of yourself. Yeah. One of the things that I know my my parents always um just had us understand like when you receive a gift anything like that like it should be there should be a thank you card. Like they're writing thank you cards is I think kind of a lost art maybe yeah. <laughs> among young people especially. Um, especially just even doing it in a, in a handwritten way that just really stands out. But that is <clears throat> something I know they taught me. That's something you never take for granted for take the individual time to do that. Yeah. So do you still do that personally? If you get a gift, do you write a handwritten thing? Yes. Note? Yes. I try to as best as I, if I can remember it. If yeah. you're listening to this yes. and you didn't get a thank you note I from Chuck, my best. please yep. put that in the comments and we'll. Yeah. And that's something uh, that we have learned, um, and and it's a habit. Um, but I know, like, it's it's not even necessarily just to check off a box of a hey, boom, I did this, we're good. But just a way to show, um, in a unique way, that you're thankful for something that someone did right. when they thought they thought about you. They went out of their way to to serve you or give you something. And um, that we need to express our gratitude in those different ways. Yeah. So we did. Our kids have done thank you notes, but that's not a um, that's not a standard in mm-hmm. our house. So, uh, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but again, it, there's multiple ways to do it. Um, so I think more often with us, it was a verbal mm-hmm. or a phone call or even a text message. You know, I think grandmas are there now. And uh, they like text messages enough. So, but definitely an expression, a, a thoughtful expression of, hey, this is a big deal. Thank you yes. for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's different when we're considering. I was just looking at these verses that we quoted. They both seem to be talking about giving thanks to God more than anything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, uh, and so as we're talking about this, I'm like... I'm feeling some conviction, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. outside of outside of uh, Thanksgiving and uh, and focusing on, obviously, it cracks me up when people, this is sidebar, when people celebrate Thanksgiving and don't believe in a creator. Yeah. And I'm like, who are you thanking? You know what I mean? How like, can you be thankful? Yeah, just call it Turkey Day or yeah, something. But yeah. you can't. Who are you thankful to? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe they're thankful to each other. Yeah. Maybe I'm not being fair to the atheists. But... Um, Outside of that moment, I don't know how good of a, as a parent I've done on, you need to be constantly expressing thankfulness to God because every good thing in your life is from God. Yeah. Every, I mean, the Bible's clear on that. Um, every good thing is from God. And uh, so every good person in your life, every blessing you get through another person, that person deserves thankfulness, but then God is the one who allowed that to happen in your life, mm-hmm. you know, so he deserves thankfulness and he's the one who created even the concepts of the things that we enjoy. Music was his idea. Art was his idea. Marriage was his idea. Yeah. So anything that is a blessing to us, God deserves to be thanked for, it, thanked for it. And then beyond that, the things that we don't see as a blessing, which this is the complicated part of this um, Ephesians 5, um, it says, to give thanks always for all things. Mm-hmm. So that means even the things in our lives that seem like 
They're not a blessing in this moment. We know that God is at work using everything in our lives for our good so we can be thankful even for for that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know I don't know how good of a job I'm doing in that personally, and I don't know how good of a job I've done with my kids to help them grasp that. I think it's so interesting with that Ephesians 5 passage how it conti- it brings up thankfulness right after singing praises. And I know when I've and and it all comes back to being filled with the spirit. So I know I am not um engaged in worship on a Sunday morning or any other time we're gathering for worship or personally um worshiping if I'm not thankful. So when I when I'm consciously disciplining myself, again, filled with the Spirit and thanking God for things, I am much more free to really be engaged in worshiping, whether that be singing up in the choir or by myself personally. Like this is so connected. Gratefulness, thankfulness, it's so connected to our um, outward worship of God. Yeah. I I mean, just thinking about that as you're saying it, the thing that that motivates me to worship. God deserves our worship simply because of who he is. You know, he's the creator. He's all powerful, but tied up in who he is. And a big part of who he is, is that he's good and that he loves us and that he blesses his children. And thinking about that and focusing on it creates in me the feeling of thankfulness. And then the natural expression of that to God is worship, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So the, the, the concept, the pattern is is there. And you're yeah. right. This focus on it just, and I'm not a, a big singer. You know, I'm actually a quite horrible singer, but um, it's, and that's not the only way that we worship, but yeah. um, you're right. As I'm focusing on that, instead of just singing the song, thinking about what it's saying and thinking about who he is and what he's done for me, I'm motivated even more mm-hmm. to worship him. Yeah. So I hope that as, and you may be listening to this after Thanksgiving, but I just hope you're um, encouraged to think of ways you can model thankfulness for your kids um, as you, in the middle of stuffing your face with pumpkin pie and turkey or whatever whatever side you dish you enjoy. What's your favorite, Jeremy? Oh, um, um, I, I think I've already talked about them Cheryl's several times. Potatoes. In the, Cheryl's mashed potatoes mm-hmm. are... Flipping awesome. She also makes a squash casserole. That's tremendous. You okay. like squash? No. No? Oh, it's, it's Is it wonderful. like I, squash like sweet potatoes? I, I forget. Wonder squash. What, what's squash? Where like? are you from? from no, me. sweet potatoes are sweet potatoes, and then squash are squash. It's a whole nother. I didn't grow up eating vegetables. That's crazy. Sorry. I, I don't know that I ate squash as a kid, yeah. but anyway. I trust you. I really you. like that. I trust yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hope you were encouraged by that, and I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Hey, thanks for listening to Beyond a Parent. Remember, parenting is beyond us, but in Christ, we have all that we need for this journey. Peace. Thanks, guys.